Hey, it's been another week, and this is WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. You've got, uh, we've got something new going on today. We've got, uh, Andy is in the Mediterranean, and he's on a cruise ship, uh, so we've, we've got him that way. <laughs> He's trying to and find his. Never been out of the country yet. <laughs> <laughs> never been out of the <laughs> he, he's trying to find his brother Andrew. Um, you know, we sent him yeah. off. <laughs> so, but anyways, um, it's been another week. And uh, oh, before we get going, our show is sponsored by the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, Checkwit Lodge Number Fifty Six, in good old uh, downtown Valparaiso, Indiana. So uh, uh, I'm your host, Greg Sims. The other host, again, is is Andy Bozak, who is in the Mediterranean. And then we've got uh, our extraordinary guest today, Jack Papello, <laughs> from Valparaiso City Council. Um, and you're uh, what what district do you represent in the city? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, this is uh, this is fun. So uh, <laughs> I represent. I'm a city councilman representing the fourth district in Valparaiso. Uh, which is the northwest side of the city, uh, Beauty Creek, Pepper Creek, Miss Wood, uh, Concord, yeah, that, north of Burlington Beach, that whole area over there. Okay. Sounds like the Grapes neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. Concord. And, yeah. yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but no, this is good. And um, we've had uh, this past week, oh, I want to I want to make mention too because um, I know Andy saw it yesterday too. One of the other uh, the president of the county council, Jeremy Revis, his son plays for the Old Mississippi Old Miss okay. for baseball, and uh, he is now what Andy three and zero. Yeah, and I think he is. Uh, what I heard last night, um, so they're in Division Two for the NCAA. No, they're in one. He, they're, he was, they're Division One, dude. They're they're the top dogs. No, I thought they but yeah, whatever. But they said he was the uh, fourth best pitcher in the league. He's rated fourth right. Wow. And, and that's in the SEC, by the way. Yeah. So, no, this is, and they're ranked, uh, what, fourth, fifth in a nation. It's a pretty big deal. Okay. I, I, I think, Andy, what you thought with Division Two, he, he used to play at the University of Indianapolis, which was Division Two, right. And then he got uh, transferred. Division One uh, and Old Miss was the national champs. I was going to say Old year. Miss. That's a big school. Yeah. yeah. So it's really kind of cool that somebody that we know locally is doing really well in in baseball. Well, in in college baseball and stuff. So when when yeah. we see some people like there hear about it, we we like to highlight it and stuff. And uh, and how did Chesterton well, really do? Cool. They, they talked about the. Uh, the um, history of, of his son and, and and Xavier is his name about where he came from and how the last year he was working with um, a bodybuilder he had as a friend that was teaching him how to lift weights better and get in better shape and he's putting a ton of work this kid is massive I mean he is a big kid yeah he's like and, six uh, four he's worked for it yeah, yeah good for him wow yeah we always kind of joke because Jeremy's about five six. And his son is. <laughs> how did that happen? I know. I don't know. Nina, how did that happen? I don't know. Uh, but and while but, we're talking about champs, yeah. uh, the Valpo gymnastics team, state champs. There you go. Yeah, they yeah. are state champs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is it, number like 50, 53? Oh, boy. I think they threw a number up there, number 14. I could be wrong. Maybe okay. that meant something else. But uh, So now, when, when a team wins a championship in a city, does the council, do you bring them to the chambers and recognize oh, yeah. them yeah so for our football team mm -hmm. we absolutely did a proclamation made a, a big to-do about it heck we even had a resolution downstate 
Oh, wow. Both the Eds came up with the governor uh-huh. and came to the high school and did a presentation. Oh. I was there for that. That was awesome. So now are they going to do the same thing for the girls, do you think, the gymnastics? Think, yeah, we're definitely going to do something. We're going to mm-hmm. do a proclamation uh, in city council. Uh, not today, I don't think. We don't, <laughs> not quite enough time to put that together, but uh, okay. the next meeting for sure. Cool. Yeah. And, and now you talked about the city council. How many council people are there? We've got seven council people, uh, five districts, two at large. Okay. So now if somebody called out of your district, can you technically help them if they had a problem? Of course, yeah. I mean, the the districts are, uh, of course, you know, where we focus, but uh, I sit on a couple. So I'm the liaison to public safety, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, one of the liaisons to the school boards with uh, Diana Reed, and also liaison to traffic and safety. So a lot of times I'll get calls from all over the city. Uh, regarding traffic matters or public safety and uh, yeah that's if it needs to be referred to another council person we do but uh, okay the whole city is is covered yeah. i think by all council people i don't think there's any sort of uh, okay like mediation okay yeah. so what, if andy's speeding through town and he gets pulled over by a city cop is he is, is he the one that he calls <laughs> you to get him out of the ticket <laughs> no i'll get the phone call I'll say throw him in the <laughs> <laughs> hey, go Andy, I tried. Say hi to I me. Think I, just start, I just start yelling. I know Jack Papillo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that goes over like a lead balloon, trust me. <laughs> hey, it was worth a try, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, like, public safety, um, what does that include? Like, uh, yeah, go and explain that. Well, police, fire, EMS. Uh, so, you know, right now we're in the midst of doing a study for our fire department, uh, looking at, you know, potentially adding another fire station. Oh, um, but it's a, okay. you know, it's, it's a, the study's just started. So yeah. we really haven't uh, come up with any results yet, but the thought is potentially another fire station on the north, potentially northwest side of town, which is my district, which is where most of the growth in town has been historically. All oh, the okay. new housing is going uh-huh. up over there. Um, the uh, uh, they they would also talk about potentially relocating a fire station or two, um, mm-hmm. just depending on response times. So oh, okay. They're they're trying to uh, make response times as fast as possible, mm-hmm. so that might require a move. Uh, we're we're just waiting to see uh, on that. Oh, okay. Um, and then they'll come up with. Uh, you know results from that and, and yeah. forward that info along to us and fire territory mm-hmm. and all that good stuff okay and then you know it, it, with regards to the police uh you know meeting with uh both the fop and uh and uh, the chief mm-hmm. uh somewhat regularly just to kind of discuss uh staffing and issues and uh kind of dovetails pretty well into traffic and safety because a lot of the traffic and safety concerns are enforcement related oh, okay um, Speeding and, tickets. Yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody wants to. Nobody wants to be, uh, you know, championing uh, giving out speeding tickets. But at the same time, there's a there's uh, an approach to be had, you know, in, in making sure some of the tough areas are mm-hmm. uh, policed and you know, or especially yeah. around well, schools and things right. like that. Well, I, and I know, you know, I've I've told Andy this before. You know, like when I was out. Uh, 
campaigning a while back, you know, one of the biggest things you hear about is the speeding all over the place, whether yeah. it be a, a county road, the city roads. It's it, the problem is every I think every community, no matter where you are in America, yes. you know, that's a concern. Yeah. And, you know, and there's the same no, people complaining are also the ones speeding. I'll throw that yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in those black hey. Suburbans with the pink stripes on the side. They're not Suburban. Hey, one other thing I wanted to bring up. I take exception to that. Yeah. <laughs> Something else I saw on Facebook recently was people were complaining, saying, oh, they're, they're, they're the city of Valpo or city of Chester, whatever city they were complaining about. I was just trying to raise money with speeding tickets. Burns Harbor. I think it's important. Yeah. But I think it's important to understand most of the money for speeding tickets written, I think like 90% of it stays downstate. And the yeah, reason they right. changed that, and this was years ago, was to make sure that um, you couldn't build speed traps to build a new town hall or something, you know? So right. just so people understand, most of that money, is, there's very little coming back to the cities and towns of the people, the police officers that are actually writing those tickets. Right, yeah. And, and I don't think anybody is uh, a huge fan of creating speed traps and, and right. catching people who are speeding. Uh, normally, right. you know, it, it is just to hopefully get people to slow down. Right. It's, be safe. Yeah, be a safe community. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. now how do the, um, when they have those, um, it's not a, a trap, like a, uh, they pull people over once in a while, ask for sobriety tests and stuff like that. Does that go through your your uh, group or is that? I, I, Valparaiso, I, I'm sure they're involved, but I, I think that's more of a countywide thing. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, uh, I, I'm not very aware of okay. how that those works kind of on, things. Yeah, yeah, on the Valparaiso side of things. Okay, so now we talked uh, uh, before we started the show. We we got uh, Andy. We got into a great conversation about attire, like what you wear and stuff. <laughs> yes, and, and we kind of had some fun with that. That you know, you kind of want to dress nice, but sometimes when you're sitting behind that that desk, you can have sweatpants on, and and the audience wouldn't know. And now, Andy, you've worn sweatpants to the. Uh, uh, committee to our uh, co meetings before, right? In shorts? No. Why would I ever wear sweatpants in high school? What are you talking about? I'm so, saying no, I wear basketball shorts. Right now, but I've never worn sweatpants to a meeting. <laughs> That's what you get for being in a Mediterranean and we're sitting in this this hot studio. <laughs> One thing we all no, miss from but COVID. I do dress down the Zoom anymore. I mean, yeah. Yeah. when I first, first got on the council, I was wearing, you know, ties and, and suits some meetings and i was very into that um and now i've kind of relaxed you know i'll wear some jeans with a nice shirt and, and stuff yeah, yeah well yeah we, we actually <laughs> that, that was kind of part of our conversation is you know professionally i do a lot of work uh you know in warehousing heavy industrial and the steel mills and uh guys in my office who've been there for a long time they said 30 years ago guys would get you know, dressed to the nines, full suit, yeah. walk into the steel mills with a briefcase yeah. and immediately, you know, right to the dry cleaners. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, we were just saying how things have changed so much. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, you walk into a steel mill, well, of course a steel mill, but if you even walk into uh, a manufacturer or warehouse and talk to upper management there wearing a suit and tie, they'll look at you like you have three heads, <laughs> right? So when I go to city council, sometimes I'll wear a suit. I never really like ties, yeah. um, but generally it's jeans and a jacket, yeah. you know. Some very uh, good look, you know, decent looking, you know, yeah. respectable. Sure. Yeah. Well, and I'm friends with Jack on Facebook, and I'll tell you, this guy is always dressed respectable. I mean, <laughs> you know, he's always doing his yard work, 
<laughs> well, looks good. well you, could, you could think former city council, uh, well, not, he, he ran for city council in 2015, Mr. Robert Ordway. Uh, I'll give him a shout out. A couple <laughs> oh of my gosh. Some Robert Ordway specials. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And I will say they are excellent suits. Wow. So Capitol Hill Clothiers, check them out. And, and just so you know, does he have to pay for that? I don't know. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, but I tell you, he showed me inside of his jacket. He's got his name in there. So I guess if you leave it somewhere, you know it's yours or people yeah. know it's yours. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What size is he? Because if, if Jack's same size, he could leave that jacket there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to take off, actually. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, a couple of stitches. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, that's funny. But no, oh, we I'm talked to. Yeah. <laughs> I want the name. That's the collector part. Yeah. Oh, stop. You're going to make uh, me blush. But, uh, <laughs> you know, now now for our Indiana people, now that the brackets came out, I guess we'll have to say that is it possible that Purdue is going to win the uh, win the whole deal and be the national champion? Oh, Lord. <laughs> I got crickets here. I went to IU, so. <laughs> There's a lot of, it seems like a lot of people working for the county are Purdue people or yeah. Purdue fans, you oh, know. Yeah, we've got them everywhere. My uh, brother went I'd to love Purdue. to see Purdue yeah. win. I just, uh, they haven't performed well these, these last couple of weeks. So. <laughs> no. It'll be curious. It, it seems like this might be a year where there's some upsets because no one's really seemed to be dominating. You know, we how many different number ones throughout the year? Quite a few, I imagine. So, you know, it's not like a Duke yeah. that three quarters of the year they were number one or Gonzaga. Although it'd be nice of Gonzaga just to be, well, no, there goes the, there goes my Purdue. Uh, uh, I'm going to lose some support from the Purdue people, but, or IU people, <laughs> I guess. But hey, anyways, uh, uh, Notre Dame didn't make it in, did they? No, I don't think so. Not sure. I really yeah. don't follow. You don't follow those things? I, I really don't follow. I mean, I enjoy sports. I like watching, mm -hmm. but I've never been one to, to follow sports. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's me, Jack. I, I start following when they win. Sports, <laughs> right. Sports ball, you know. Oh my goodness! <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but no. Otherwise, uh, throughout the week, it's been been a good week. Um, Andy, anything you want to say from the council point of view that uh, we've we've done looked into? No, I think I think the, the you know the, the new commissioners are in place and they've got a lot on their plate. They're tackling a lot. So obviously, you, me, we've been busy in different meetings. It's been interesting, but there's a lot going on in the county. So if people are interested, um, now's the time to get involved and pay attention because there's a lot of different things moving. Right, that's true. And and here I'm going to say about this too: the Indiana Dunes. The, they got an indigenous cultural trail that's going to be, they're going to start raising some money for it. And Harris says, we'll kick off our new trail, Indiana Dunes Tourism, teamed up with Miami of Oklahoma, the, if I pronounce this wrong, I apologize, uh, Pokagon Band of Potawatomi at the National Park to elevate the Indiana Dunes indigenous voices. They're working together to share indigenous languages and perspectives through stories and script and sculptures along the new Indiana Dunes Indigenous Cultural Trail. Over 140,000 people visit the Dunes Center uh, annually, and what a better place to share the virtual part uh, of of Indiana uh, of of basically the indigenous. Uh, people and uh do it by a cultural trail so um that's kind of neat uh, we'll see how that goes but uh they'll, we'll start seeing some things about some fundraising activities and very so, cool something different yeah mm -hmm. so i know uh andy it's one of your favorite things to hang out at the dunes and and take some of your kids and go tapping some trees for some uh, maple syrup 
Yeah, they do that actually at uh, Shelburne Farm. They actually have active uh, maple trees that they'll, they'll, they'll put on classes, they'll put on how-tos. It's super cool, actually. It really is. The kids do a field trip there. Well, they used to do it every year. I don't know if they're still doing it with COVID. Yeah, just yeah, just neat things going on in our community, and uh, we'll give a shout out to the Kiwanis. Uh, this past week, they had an uh, incredible pancake yes. breakfast, and tons of people were there. And um, yeah, it's just nice to see the community getting together, just like at the Unity Cafe, and then the week before at the Hilltop Soup. Um, yes, uh, yeah. event another great organization yeah so that's one thing that uh, really uh, kind of wanted me to get involved was when we moved uh, from so little backstory my wife and I both graduated from Lake Central High School uh, grew up uh, in Cherville Indiana both went to IU came mm -hmm. back and we wanted to find a place to raise a family okay now let's back up a second you both you knew each other at Lake Central Yes. Yeah. And then you decided yeah. to go to college together yeah. at IU? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so okay. it's been, yeah. It's so, been, so it's pretty big. It'd be kind of crazy if you didn't know each other and then you meet each yeah. other down in, in Indian, you know, in Indiana University. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, so we, we were looking for a place to uh, raise a family, and uh, man, Valpo was just hit the nail on the head. Uh, in the first year that we were here uh, in 2017, we go to the downtown and there's mm -hmm. uh, the tree lighting ceremony right holidays yeah so mayor casas is speaking and the carolers are singing and yeah. the uh the, the lights and everything and i look over at carly and i said this place is like whoville <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's like but that's exactly what we're looking for yeah. i mean it's like oh, whoville. <laughs> it, it's unbelievable i mean yeah. and, and so Going back to uh, the pancake breakfast, yeah. I look over at Carly and I, you know, you see hundreds of people pouring in. Right. And we were there for four hours mm -hmm. with our whole family uh, until the kids could handle it. No <laughs> you, you, <laughs> there's always so much limit. cotton candy they yeah. can eat, right? That's, that's the time limit. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I lean over and I say, Carly, only in Valpo, you know, do you see such a turnout mm -hmm. for a pancake breakfast, you know. Yeah. Well, the Kiwanis gives a ton of stuff to, you know, they, they really reach out to a lot of organizations and stuff. And if I remember correct, that's their biggest fundraiser of the year. So It is. And, and they, uh, they're they one of, what, the biggest Kiwanis organizations in the world. The one in Valpo here? Yeah. Wow. One of the biggest in the world. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, not the U.S., the world. That's crazy. Yeah. Again, this is what makes our community so so vibrant and wild and good. Yeah. You know, so well, that's what's so cool about that group is because when you talk about a lot of these organizations, uh, and we have talked about it before in the past, Greg, is they kind of age out, you know, the, the older population and then they kind of get old. Well, mm -hmm. with this organization, they've got young people, they've got older people, they've got everybody. Yeah. And yeah. I think they do some great work out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's and cool. Jack's got 22 kids. I think he brought all of them. <laughs> they're, they're just sprouting off of one another, I swear. Well, I thought Andy had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we wanted four, and so we joked, right? So you got eight instead? How great would it, well, we said, how great would it be if we got a two for one? Because, oh my yeah. gosh so you got twins so who's laughing now yeah. <laughs> my, my was, and I never made that comment we have four kids but we never said the old yeah well imagine well because you know Carly understandably uh, that's four pre that's four pregnancies right that's a lot wow so yeah wow. I, I hear you there uh, so, awesome. so I joked how great would it be if you got a two for one <laughs> bam careful what you wish now, for now do twins run your family at all not at all 
That's so interesting. No fertility treatment, nothing. Wow. Totally wow. random, complete surprise, and uh, what a blessing. It's been amazing. Okay. So when Jack says he's going to produce, he not only produces, he produces plus more. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I like that. That's good. <laughs> yeah, and, and Andy, I, I this saddens me to say this, but I'm going to have to share this story with you. And since Jack is here, he'll hear it. Um, I was uh, at a little um, a dinner well, it was more of a lunch meeting on, or get together on Saturday, whatever you want to call it. And uh, one of the people there had talked about, I don't know how you came up and Bozak's name came up in a conversation. And someone said, oh, you mean the Christmas lights guy? Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, gosh, darn it. No, the car guy. And I said, yes. Because we had to, Andy and I were talking last week's show about um, how, you know, with his last name, Bozak, a lot of times he gets confused about the cars. And he wants, you know, they want to buy a car from him and he's the different Bozak. And he wanted to be noticed as the Christmas lights guy. And sure enough, I run into, you know, I have a conversation with somebody and the first thing out of their mouth was the Bozak. Oh, the Christmas lights guy. It's pushed through. And All they right. appreciated, they, they came, uh, it was a couple years ago they were there and they, they appreciated the hot chocolate. And, awesome. And they made a comment to you how awesome it was and uh, they donated some money and they just appreciated everything you guys did. So I thought I'd give you a little shout out on that. So please That's tell me, here. please tell me you have like solar panels or windmills in your backyard. I don't know how you pay for that. I've been We're getting my electricity solar right now, Jack. That's enough turmoil in the country. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought I'd give that a try. <laughs> I told him you sold plasma for the uh, extra expense. <laughs> See, we're we're gonna send our new. Uh, our new health department truck up up there next year, and he's gonna be donating plasma, so that that'll pay for oh, his uh, his yeah. lights. Twenty five yeah. bucks a pop. And, like yeah, and we'll be promoting our uh, our new rig and everything. Yeah, it'll be it's it's good. <laughs> we got you covered. <laughs> so Jack, I have a question. Sure. What what? So you you're a council member now. What made you run? How long have you been doing it? Um, you know, I, I know you you said why you moved here. What made you run in the first place? And how did you get in? Yeah. Was so it a caucus. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we joke about that. Know. Oh, <laughs> it's because Andy and I both came in off caucuses. And you know, when I was a state rep, and then when he came in on the council, he caucused in. And we've oh, had did some. You really? I didn't know. Oh that. yeah. Okay. And we've had some people that have caucused in two and it's just one of those sure weird yeah. things that you know so oh, i haven't yeah so yeah. harry peterson was the most recent caucus on our council when george oh, okay. douglas stepped down to become the economic development director for okay the um and uh yeah so uh to your question uh we moved i moved here or my wife and i moved to valpo in 2017 bought a house in beauty creek um I always wanted to be involved in some sense because I know I'm going to raise a family here. I'm uh, I'm here for a very long time, mm -hmm. and uh, man, first of all, what a great decision because you just meet some of the most incredible people. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. it, it's been yeah. so rewarding, and sure, you, you deal with some knuckleheads, but you know, <laughs> that's that's part of. I deal with one all the time, and yeah. I'm pointing to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Andy, that, it's been extremely rewarding. But it's it's actually kind of a funny story how. Uh, I ended up getting involved with the uh, city politics is uh, I, I had attended a lot of the Porter County Republican meetings uh, fairly regularly and uh, then I get a call uh, through work 
And it's a guy, he's like, hey, my name's Matt Murphy. I'm looking for oh. <laughs> uh, some carts. I know you sell stuff to Task Force Tips. You know, why don't you stop by? I'm like, how many Matt Murphys are there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's a fairly common last name for an Irish guy. But I, uh, I, I go in there and I quote him everything. And, you know, there are these machine tool carts that I, I sell to Task Force Tips. He had a machine shop. And uh, lo and behold, cheap... Cheap SOB never bought anything. Wow. I spent five hours uh, and three dinners and he I didn't just, get anything. I just had to give him a jab. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, at the end of the meeting, I said, wow, are you the same Matt Murphy running for mayor? Yeah. He's like, how do you know that? Wow. <laughs> you know, most people you know, kind of <laughs> tuned out, right? And I said, well, I just, uh, you know, I'm happy to help in any way. Um, you know, let me know if I could be of assistance. I'd, I'd love to help. Uh, and, and be involved with, with the city that I live in. And uh, <clears throat> so over the next year or so, again, I continue to go to the meetings and, you know, uh, kind of develop some relationships with uh, some of the people already involved or going to be involved. And then uh, around uh, December 2018, I was asked to run oh, for city okay. council. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, that's a, okay. Yeah. I was just thinking I'd help. Yeah. Right? And, uh mm -hmm. I said, well, let me talk to my wife, most importantly. <laughs> <laughs> I say yes yeah. a lot. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, and what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, like Jim Carrey in that movie, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, the yes uh, man, sure. And, uh, you know, it, it was an opportunity I absolutely did not want to turn down. Uh, mm -hmm. I've always been uh, passionate uh, about uh, politics uh, and uh, being in Valparaiso, which has been run uh very well. Mm -hmm. uh, I was honored to be a part of that mm -hmm. in any way. And uh, yeah, so the rest is history. I, we ran in 2019 and uh, did pretty well as a ticket and uh, looking forward to running again here in 2023. Okay. Good. Now, Congratulations. Was it, yeah. You. Now, yeah, you. when you first got in, was there like a surprise, like uh, some, I mean, was there anything that really you're like, I had no idea that this is a job that somebody from city council would do or not not like would do but or does you know like a, something you may be in charge of something uh i don't know yeah yeah i think it was all fairly you know easy to understand i mean really i think what takes time to get used to is just how complicated fund accounting is mm. uh, my mom is a fund accountant so she was okay. able to actually help me a lot with that mm -hmm. And uh, but you know some of the, the, the tax draws and, and you know now we mm -hmm. don't we don't really levy taxes but just how everything is drawn into the budget mm -hmm. and uh, how it's dispersed that's it's pretty complicated stuff but you know it's with time and energy it's easy to understand mm -hmm. um, and then you uh, you know I guess the the liaison uh, being a liaison to a particular part of the city I guess was kind of. Uh, new to me I, I never thought there would be quote-unquote board appointments or whatever yeah um or committee assignments i guess you would call okay so how that does that work equivalent yeah because like with the council uh when we have our organization meeting at the beginning of the year yeah you know we we get a president and a vice president sure and then we go down our list of liaisons and it's you know sometimes it's if if we're kind of a, a group that's been here before it's a okay who who's on the health department and you guys want to stay or you know does someone you want to come on and we kind of go down the list is that how the city works as well yeah more or less right okay yeah so um you know our, our 
president, vice presidents change. It used to be George Douglas, now it's Casey. Diana mm -hmm. Reed's our vice president. Um, and then the liaisons have, have basically remained the same mm -hmm. or, or appointments. So there's there's plan board, there's the redevelopment commission, and then there's you know liaisons to particular part of the, parts of the city. And uh, we, we've more or less kept those pretty okay. much the same, uh, which provides you know a little bit more depth of understanding. Mm -hmm. Now, do you have, uh, are there restrictions on the city? Like, can all of you be in one place at one time? Like, let's no. say you're having, no? Yeah, okay. so, well, so you can't, so for the, you, if you're having a, uh, a caucus, right? Well, let's uh, just say you're having a party, and can you invite all of the, the council people to your house and have a party without it being considered a meeting? Yeah, yeah so you could have quorum at your house. Yeah, can you, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have to, do you, because we, with the county, we have, we have to worry right. about that. We can't be, you know, we, we can't have that quorum or else we can, we can get in trouble. Correct. Is the city the same way? Yeah, exactly, right. Okay. I mean, it's the, it's the same open door law. Okay. Um, for, for city council as well. Mm -hmm. um, there are some events that you go to where there might be every council person there. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like Popcorn Fest, let's just say. Right, right. right. But yeah. we're not. You're yeah, not together not. in one spot. Exactly. You're, you're, really, you're, I you're, think yeah. how, it, how it works out is, is if you're not discussing city matters and making mm -hmm. decisions, mm -hmm. right, mm -hmm. then, you know, yeah. it's really... I that's, think that's the clear, the clear rule on it is, yeah. yeah it's, as you long can, as you're together, you can be. You can be talking about making fun of Greg Sims all day. Wow. Just, I'm not sure about. why that would even come up in a conversation, but... <laughs> Sounds like something you guys might be doing already. <laughs> <laughs> It's all about jealousy. Yeah, it's all jealousy. It <laughs> you know, I live in Valpo and he doesn't. <laughs> I drive a car that's not black with a pink stripe and he does. Well, and that's the thing. It's a very clean look. Greg and I have become so close, we're like brothers now and pick on each other like brothers. <laughs> but I'm the better looking, more distinguished, uh, smarter brother. You know, we, we know that. You know, no big deal. And I'm the taller brother that gives noogies. And <laughs> gives noogies. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, but no, it's all good. Yeah, but there's a lot of, I, I guess in a sense, there's a lot of uh, similarities between the city council and a county council. Yes. Yeah. You know, so that's that's kind of neat. And but um, well, can you explain? So, like, I'm used to uh, Burns Harbor, which is a small. You know, we are run by the the council because there's five members on the council. There's no mayor. There's no city manager. Right. So Valpo being a What's it called? A level two or whatever class, city or whatever you guys class are. Class three city. Yeah. yeah. Can you explain how that works? Who runs your meetings? What what position does the what does the mayor do during these meetings? So the mayor chairs the meetings, sets the agenda. Um, if three council members agree on a resolution or an ordinance to be placed on the agenda, then it gets placed on the agenda. But otherwise, oh. you know, we we mostly uh, the the mayor sets the uh, the agenda and chairs the meetings. So do you guys elect a council president? We do, and so, like, for instance, tonight, the mayor is at a mayor's conference in Indianapolis, so uh, President Casey Schmidt is going to be leading the meeting. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, in, in his absence, yes, the council president will lead the meeting. So, now, so explain... You, Go ahead. Have you been in a situation where... Well, and you haven't, I, I think, because uh, Mayor Casas, but... What if there's a, a Democrat mayor and a Republican board? Does that make it hard to deal with? Do you know? Uh, yeah, I, I don't have personal experience okay. with that. I, I mean, I would imagine, you know, most people are able to do what's best for the city, right? Mm -hmm. 
without too much conflict. Uh, when it comes to city government, I mean, I've, I've always been told and I'm a firm believer of it's it's about, you know, paving roads, sidewalks, picking up the trash, mm-hmm. um, you know. Yeah. Safety. Safety, public safety, exactly. Right, you right. know. Um, Good point. So it, it's about getting things done that really affect mm-hmm. people and doing it well. So if I've got a crack in my sidewalk, you gonna fix that or what? Well, it depends on where it is. <laughs> yeah. Come on now, yeah, yeah. I live in the county. Oh, that's outside the fourth district. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was wondering how that was gonna work. No, so yeah. actually, we've we've, uh, we've uh, despite what it may seem like, we've actually paved a record amount of roads and sidewalks over the last few years. Uh, much and much to do with, uh, or much in part due to uh, the uh, community crossings grant mm-hmm. that we've been getting, which is a million dollars. So huge uh, value add there. Uh, and that's a, a, the community crossing grant. Isn't that the matching one where you guys yes. put up a million? To, so that's awesome. That's huge. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So we've been able to do a lot of road paving mm-hmm. and not doing the you know chintzy one inch off the top and make it look. <laughs> you know, we we have a really good city engineer with Mike Jabo, and he does it mm-hmm. the right way. Um, you know, doing you know what, whatever he thinks is best. You know, not not just yeah. a veneer of making it look good. Now, do you ever get a phone call where someone says, "I need some help with something," and you look at a map and you go, "That's actually county." Uh, yeah. So actually, I've had some uh, family friends or you know, d- uh, acquaintances reach out. And it's like, yeah, that's the county. <laughs> Specifically, uh, the one is the railroad tracks right by the Family Express there off of 130. Oh, yeah. Those always get the three up. Yeah. Those look, yeah. I don't know what it is about those tracks. Um, they ended up fixing it, like, just a couple of months after I had the conversation oh. with them. So maybe he thought I was a hero. Oh. <laughs> I well, see, and that's but the I, thing is, we, the county, I, we don't even mess with those. Those are no, all those theirs. Are, right, and that's yeah. what I told him. I said, yeah. yeah, it's in the county technically, but also those are the railroads, and they're king. Your jurisdiction, absolutely. Right. So. Oh, they run the federal government. There is no competing with them. If they no. don't want to fix it, they don't have to fix it. <laughs> right. We were, we were actually looking yeah. at doing a... a quiet zone here in Valpo for the Canadian National, I believe, that runs through the downtown area, mm-hmm. and blows its horn. And, oh. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's still on the table. It's just, when you look at the cost to get it done. Well, how, what, okay. So we've upgraded yeah, some of the crosses. Chesterton's going through it the last year. What's that? Chesterton is doing that uh, through their downtown. The, the no, the, you know, you got to have the Upgrading super everything, yeah. signals up and everything because you got to be block traffic both ways. Right. So how, wait, how exactly does this work? You you have to meet certain criteria for the railroads in order to qualify for a quiet zone where they don't blow the horns. Okay. Um, and it requires uh, pretty extensive upgrades to every crossing <laughs> along the corridor and then the city has to pay for that yeah and, and man oh, wow. it, was, it was like a million plus wow for just the one line we have yeah. three. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. yeah and similar to whiting if you've been out to whiting lake uh lakefront they have that quiet zone yeah and even the walking pass up to that have to have guards on the side they yes. have oh. zigzag to warn people they have that closing gates on both ends you can't drive around them like the rules are really oh. strict, but yes. it is a cool outcome once you do it. It is. Wow. So they make sure that there's absolutely no way somebody doesn't know a train's coming, and so it can run through. Although I imagine it's still pretty noisy, but 
well, you know, the the noise of the train, you know, on the tracks kind of a thing. But still, wow. Yeah, yeah I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite a project. <laughs> Especially for Valpo, which yeah. has way more crossings than Chesterton. I think yeah. Chesterton <laughs> is looking at four or five a, crossings. A ton of crossings and three lines that go through the, the city yeah. area, you know, so it's... Uh, wow. Yeah. I'll be darned. Is it really that loud? I mean, is it that disruptive? Have, have you got complaints? Uh, yeah, I mean, specifically going through like the Banta and the central neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's loud, very loud. Wow. And, and depending uh, who that train engineer is that day, yeah. sometimes they're real jerks about it. I know a couple of guys that work for the railroads. And I'll say, you know, it just depends. <laughs> you get me mad? Yeah, yeah. You're going to get blasted, you right. know? Uh, <clears throat> oh, that's funny. But, uh, oh, let's, uh, let's hear. This is WVLP 103.1 FM, uh, Porter County Buzz. One of your hosts, Greg Sims. The other host... Andy Bozak, who is in the Mediterranean, and uh, <laughs> we have Jack, uh, city councilman from the 4th District? 4th District. 4th District, yeah. got that right. Uh, uh, city councilman, uh, Jack Papillo. And, and uh, please, just Jack. Just Jack, I, okay. People say councilman and I... JP, does anyone call you JP? Actually, I have heard that more recently. Okay. Uh, Sounds like a JP Morgan, yeah. you know. You're, you're dressed very nice, and uh, you could be a JP. Oh, that's cool. Hey, yeah. Jack. I'll never forget it when my first time on the county council, I got a letter at my home, and it said to the Honorable Andy Bozak. It's like, oh, like, please. That's cool. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it went to the wrong Andy Bozak. It was supposed to go to the, the car dealer, Andy Bozak, because he was honorable. Or the, or the guy he's looking for. Honorable. <laughs> <laughs> honorable. That's <laughs> uh, funny. It was supposed to have dis in front of it, but it got blanked out for some reason. <laughs> Somebody hit it with white <laughs> But uh, anyways, our show is sponsored by the Independent Order of Oddfellows, although after this show, I don't know. Uh, but um, <laughs> anyways, um, and, and you can get a hold of us, too, at PCBuzz103 at Yahoo.com. If you have a question, comment, you want to bring somebody on, you have us bring somebody on the air, that's fine. So just let us know. But, uh, but anyways, uh, we're talking to Councilman Jack from the Valparaiso City. And uh, 4th District. Yes. Just about how he got involved, why he got involved. And is there anything that you've, um, like when you got in, you're like, I want to do this. And were you able to accomplish this if you if you had that? You know, I, I don't know if you did or not. but um, Yeah. So, uh, you know, part of it, uh, part of the motivation to get involved was to uh, kind of continue on the success that Mayor Casas had, mm -hmm. you know, done such a great job doing uh, before I had moved there since 2003, really revitalizing the downtown, mm -hmm. uh, making sure, you know, we're, we're getting some of these placemaking projects done. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, I feel like we're now coming to, some of these projects are now coming to fruition. We've got the link downtown. We've got Journeyman that's mm -hmm. going to be coming online by the end of this year. Okay. I cannot wait for Journeyman. I know. I think, honestly, when we moved here in 2017, I've been here, I think I've been hearing about it since at least 2018. <laughs> so it's yeah. been just yeah. forever. So to be able to yeah. go from, you know, moving here and hearing about it and how great it's going to be to now coming to completion here uh, very soon mm -hmm. uh, has been very exciting. Uh, the downtown district in general, um, the, uh, the kind of learning how that was all done and how we can expand on that success. Mm -hmm. uh, so <clears throat> this year, 
Well, let me rewind. So in, uh, I can't remember what year it was. I think it was shortly after Mayor Costas was elected. They went about uh, revitalizing the downtown district because it was kind of a sleepy downtown and uh, some of the facades were uh, in bad shape and uh, storefronts were empty. So the, the first step was to create a downtown historic uh, kind of restaurant uh, district mm. and they accomplished that by getting 10 downtown historic liquor licenses, which are oh, uh, okay. much more affordable than the uh, ones that the state issues that are quote unquote mobile, according to census data. And I think the last one sold for over $300,000. A mobile one? Yes. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, the state has control over this liquor licensing process uh, and Keep in mind, all that money basically goes back downstate. Oh wow! And uh, they, uh, they, what it does is that that three hundred thousand dollars is cost prohibitive for local people. Oh yeah, right? like a, a very talented local chef or, or restaurateur. Mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of keeps them out of the market. So the goal with the downtown license was to make it very affordable. Um, I, I think ten thousand dollars or less when it was first mm-hmm. uh, envisioned. And what that did is now you have, you know, think of all the restaurants we have downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got, uh, you've got uh, Radius, mm-hmm. uh, you've got uh, Blue Point, you know, Stacks, uh, Lincoln Flats, you name it, right? right. And Lincoln. I mean, these are all. There's not a bad restaurant in Buffalo. You guys have all the good restaurants. I've been very yeah. jealous. <laughs> well, and that's and that's really, you know, part of the uh, that was part of the vision, right? So, um, you know, now this year. We're looking at getting another five and expanding on that uh, because we only have one remaining, and uh, that's a whole story in and of itself. We, to go off on a tangent, we had one remaining. There were two places uh, that wanted the license, so mm-hmm. there was a bit of a struggle, and that actually had to come to the city council. And I would have oh. to say that was probably one of the most difficult times on city council for all of us because it was it was like picking and choosing so both of them came up and presented to the council and and this is why i want the liquor license and then someone did did they do it in the same day yes Uh, okay yeah and we originally had a committee that was going to kind of make a decision beforehand and then make a recommendation to us because ultimately we make the final decision but Mm -hmm. there was a conflict of interest on that board so we dissolved that board and then it came to us directly, and that, it was it was tough. I so, say, it was, so it sounds like you had two very um, good candidates for this. So you, ha- you had to find a way to why does one yeah. deserve it over the other? Yeah. And, wow. And that's the, you're right. In the end, the one that was picked uh, didn't follow through. Oh no. So we still have oh, the I one. It's <laughs> a stupid question. They, um, it's important for a restaurant to have a liquor license, correct? Because without that, they're not going to be able to make it, or it's going to be difficult? Or Well, I guess it just depends on the type of restaurant. These liquor licenses that we're talking about are three-way liquor licenses, which is uh, which includes hard alcohol. So right? beer, so wine, and, al- and, and hard stuff? So there's two-way licenses. Mm-hmm. There's, I think, beer only. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <clears throat> I, I'm... Don't quote me. I don't know, <laughs> but I, I know for sure that the three-way licenses are for everything, right? And usually, you know, mixed drinks and things like mm-hmm. that are higher-margin items, so you can make more money on them, especially if you mm-hmm. do a really good job. Uh, and it just kind of makes 
the restaurant. And one of the stipulations that we have here in the city that I think uh, Valparaiso did right was we made the requirement fine dining, mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, maybe is a little bit too strict of a term because, you know, some of these places aren't exactly fine dining, but we, we want the focus to be on the food and mm -hmm. not the, you know, the liquor. Come in and drink, get drunk, and yeah. here's a burger. Yeah, exactly. Like a bar. Right, because yeah. you could see how that could, you know, right. go south pretty quickly. Huh. Um, but so... Anyways, in a long roundabout fashion, I'm just saying I, th I think we're uh, <clears throat> we're excited that we're going to see uh, hopefully some more uh, liquor licenses for the downtown district, so we can expand on that success as a regional restaurant uh, okay. attraction. So, how did you get the extra? Did you have to go downstate, and they had a yeah. some legislative process? Yes, yeah. So, okay. uh, uh, Representative Saladay is carrying uh -huh. a bill right now. It's uh, got to be a bill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. It has to be a bill. So each then jurisdiction or each municipality has to have their representative downstate have the, the legislature vote on can this municipality have more this many liquor licenses? or Yeah, and correct me wow. if I'm wrong, Andy. I think Chesterton has one, but it's like a riverfront. Yeah, we're working right now on uh, the Urban riverfront yeah. where they're going to get more liquor licenses, and that's how they're hopefully going to turn downtown Chesterton or revitalize it like you guys did in Valpo. Yeah, yeah. So, Andy, then they've, they've got to go downstate as well and get that, just like Valpo did? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think they've already, either they're in that process or they've already completed that process because they've started to work on the actual planning for the Coffee Creek Center. That's wow. Which is like behind the downtown uh, buildings there on Broadway. Wow, that's pretty or cool. Tell you, Matt, excuse me, not Broadway. And, and okay. let me tell you, it is pretty hysterical when you think about the bodies of water that qualify as a river. Because <laughs> 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 it, it you guys in Belfort are riverfront district. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, a, it's a dumb law compounding oh another God. dumb law. <laughs> hey, I see some water. That counts. Yeah. Yeah, Somebody a, yeah. spilled their drink. That counts. <laughs> there's a little runoff there. Sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. Isn't that funny? Wow. No, but the uh, so let's let's go back to okay. So you had these two places, uh -huh. and and you awarded one, but they fell through. Th that doesn't automatically go to the runner up. Uh, unfortunately, the runner up ended up uh, closing shop, and, oh. and the owner moved. So, oh, okay, um, okay. And, and you know that that's uh, that is what it is. Uh, I don't think the liquor license would have necessarily saved them. Right, right. Like that, but, that's always uh, interesting. Yeah, oh. it's. Uh, it's just, you know, now we have one left, and we, there, I believe there's some interest in the one. So okay. once that's gone, we won't have any. And the idea is we want to have some available mm -hmm. so that we can continue on that success right. uh, for the, you know, local restaurant tours to make downtown Valparaiso a local, you know, restaurant attraction. I was talking to a customer, I kid you not, from Plymouth, Indiana. And he says him and his wife come here at least once or twice a month. Wow. to Valparaiso to eat at the restaurants here. Wow. Plymouth, Indiana is, yeah. you know. That's what, a couple hours? Eh, it's an hour. Okay, you know, okay. That's, that's a hike. Yeah. I got a question about the liquor licenses. You mentioned uh, earlier that, and I know that some of them can cost upwards of 300000 or whatnot. Yeah. Now, are these liquor licenses transferable? Or if a business, say, <clears throat> let's say it does, I mean, it's bad news, but let's say it closed down. Where does that liquor license go? Are they able so, to resell it, or does it go back to Valpo? Yeah, no, it goes. It would go back to Valpo. So it's not a transferable. You can't get it because it's had at such a uh, a cheap price, comparably cheap, right? Mm -hmm. Is that it, it's it's not 
it's not transferable in the traditional sense because That's when okay. with, so so with a traditional mobile license is what they call it if you spend three hundred thousand dollars for it, a lot of times when you sell your restaurant, that's half the value of the restaurant. Right? Oh wow! Is your the, liquor license is the liquor license, uh, which to me, I don't know. I, I just think it's absolutely crazy. Wow! You know, you're, it's this yeah. artificial market created, you know, for a mm-hmm. you know well, permission slip for three hundred thousand dollars. It's well nuts, years ago, you know? the, um, and I don't know if it's still done this way, but when you buy tickets for Soldier Field, you had to buy. Like a, I would call it a license for lack. You have, you, you had to buy this thing for permission to be a season ticket holder, and it was like an, but that was like an extra fee. So if you sold your tickets, you you can sell that too. And it was my buddy had tickets. I'm like, that is crazy. Yeah, you know, it's just another way of trying to make money. You know, right. Um, yeah. But now, so if if there was a restaurant in Valpo. Uh, let's say, uh, well, I, I don't want to mention anything because I don't want to start a rumor or anything, but let's say I wanted to buy the restaurant. If I, if I bought their restaurant and they have a liquor license, mm-hmm. I may not get that liquor license is what you're saying? or Yeah, I believe wow. that's correct. Wow. Downtown in yeah. downtown Valparaiso. Wow. Now, it would have to come before the city council. Yeah, right. right, right. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. And that's... I don't think we've ever had an instance where that's happened yet. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and this is just my recollection from the last conversation we had mm-hmm. regarding oh. uh, this process is we've never had somebody with a historic license uh-huh. uh, close shop or sell mm-hmm. and have to have it transferred. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Huh. And that's what's so cool about Valpo, too, is you don't see a lot of restaurants closing. You don't see a lot of empty buildings, you know. You don't see a lot of empty shop fronts. Yeah, a few. Yeah. But they, they do pretty well at keeping those storefronts uh, occupied, and I, I love that. We do, and that's that's uh, you know something that we want to build off of. Uh, should have some good news here, hopefully shortly, about the uh, Chase building downtown. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people wonder about that. Yeah, that was disappointing yeah. when they closed, but, you, you know... It, Everything's going online nowadays. Chase has yeah. three locations in the yeah. city, so they closed the most expensive one. But man, what a cool building! Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, because there's an upstairs there too, isn't there? Yes. There's a lot yeah. of okay. Yeah. Now, so, what about the cigar bar? That was is that still coming? So, uh, unfortunately, no. Uh, that was. Uh, I think my understanding is the owner backed out because of the. Uh, material costs oh, to renovate okay. everything, and there yeah. was also a requirement for ventilation right. that was going to be very costly. And yeah. uh, you know, one thing that we could look at, and you know, this is just conjecture at this point, but um, you know, the liquor, the three-way license didn't mm-hmm. necessarily apply to him because it's a cigar oh. lounge, right? It's not. Was fine. he going to have liquor there though? It's not oh. fine. Well, that was the hope, right? Oh, I see. But, okay, but it's not fine dining, right? Right. Because it's a right. cigar lounge. Yeah. It's not like you're. <laughs> That's a pretty right. loose term if you're going <laughs> to... What are you dining on? on? Yeah, leaves, yeah, yeah. cigar leaves. Yeah, mini tacos and cigars. <laughs> yeah, fine dining. That's uh, an interesting point, yeah. yeah. So, you know, we're... Huh. It's, it's unfortunate, too, because, quite frankly, it's the ugliest building in downtown. <laughs> yeah. So it's just yeah. terrible. So we were really excited to get that revamped, but it sounds like uh, the actual building owner is going to do something else there. Oh, okay. Um, well, I will so. say we have a, a, a newer cigar bar in Chesterton over by the AJ's Pizza. Yeah. And it's next to a place called, I believe, Fat Joe's Burritos. Uh-huh. Um, and I went there to eat the other time. Now, I'm an ex-smoker, 
I, uh, the smoking doesn't offend me, but when I'm going to eat, I could smell the cigars into that restaurant. So when you talk yeah. about oh, the ventilation, yeah. even the amount of ventilation that they put in there, it's still pretty stinky next door. I would hate to be that restaurant. And that's, and wow. that's the concern because we yeah. have so many restaurants. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, don't, they don't want to have that type of atmosphere. It's, no. And, and yeah. even, you know, outside because, you know, people eat outside in Valpo. Right. Uh, hmm. You know, if people are outside smoking cigars or. Right. Yeah. So I'll be were, darn. So we wanted to be sure that uh, the ventilation was excellent, but yeah, it seems to be kind of a seems to be kind of in the past now, unfortunately. But okay, okay. Something else will come. Yeah, no, it sounds good. Are are there any? I mean, go, go ahead, Andy. Sorry. I'm sorry, Greg. No, no, go ahead. I just want. I know we're getting close to the end of the show. Uh, what? Probably about ten minutes left, Greg. Eight. I don't know. I don't. Eight. Eight. Yeah. So, Jack, is there anything you wanted to cover? Do you want to send a shout out to your kids? Do you want to, you know, is there anything you wanted to, to make sure you, you brought up? And I'm sorry, Greg, I didn't know you were going to speak. No, no, it's no big deal. No, we're all good. Shout out to my wife, Carly, for letting me do all this. Because, <laughs> good Lord. I, I got to ask, at, at uh, Pancake Breakfast, uh, Commissioner Regnant, she said, uh, Oh, Jack, you need to join Rotary or Kiwanis. I said, talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they meet during the day, though? They or no? do. Okay. Right? So I yeah. actually, I was, I was, I went to the Rotary meeting today. Oh, wow. Uh, for lunch. And I think uh, Carly might uh, join Kiwanis. But definitely a big shout out to uh, Carly. Uh, she's, uh, she's just outstanding. And a great mother, great wife. Uh, and uh, my... Three kids, can't believe it. <laughs> they can't understand me. Well, Lucas might. He's, he's almost three. But <laughs> Lucas, Atticus, and Penelope. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I I really appreciate the opportunity to come on here. This has been really fun. Uh, just be able to. Yeah, just BS about stuff and yeah. see what's going on in Valpo. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, well, it sounds like we could probably, uh, as we always say, Greg, have another show and have Jack on. Absolutely. Which we didn't what the heck? About, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't talk about the haunting he had the other day. We always ask uh, guests if they've had a, a haunting encounter. A haunting encounter. <laughs> if you've been in City Hall late at night and uh, you heard somebody walking down the stairs. Oh, no. And there was I nobody there. I don't think so, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I... Not recently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jack, if you if you were a young guy coming into Valpo, uh, you're graduating high school, you're about to be 18, how would you get involved? What would you recommend us to, to our listeners? The best, easiest way, not the easiest way, but the best way to get involved on either side, Democrat or Republican. I think the, the best way to get involved is to, you know, reach out to the local party and, uh, you know, go to meetings, be consistent, uh, be reliable. Um you know, you, you don't have to spend a ton of time, but, you know, be uh, fairly consistent and reliable and, uh, you know, uh, help people. You know, that's that's a mm -hmm. that's a great, yeah. great way. I mean, that's uh, usually a sign of somebody who is, you know, willing to help other people mm -hmm. uh, in, in one respect or is willing to help people in another respect. Right. Um, that would be my suggestion if they want to get involved uh, in the local political scene. Um, it, it's been uh, it's it's very rewarding. I I'll, I will say that. Uh, yeah, to, you're right. To rehash on it, I mean, uh, when it was it was last year, there was a fundraiser for now Sheriff Ballin, mm -hmm. and uh, we went and 
Carly and I are looking around and we know, you know, there's probably two or 300 people there and we know half the people there. Mm. And it's like, I, I never would have this <laughs> in Lake County. Yeah. Or wow. even if I was ever, you know, if mm. I just moved to Valpo and never, mm. you know, got involved. But, you know, I grew up, we grew up in Lake County, right? And mm -hmm. we would go to something like that in Lake County and know maybe a handful of people. Wow. And so, and, and the people that you do, you know, run into and have conversations with like both of you guys i mean you're you're exceptional people you know and he's looking at me andy yeah well, i'm just you. well i can't look at you so <laughs> <laughs> but i think uh yeah yeah and, no, it's and really cool. the sense yeah. of community that you get out yeah of it. it's it's and and we talked about that too you know it's a great place to be and it's great great people helping great people yeah you know uh and there's so many things that we have in our county that are like number one in the state for various things and that's that's a pretty cool thing and it takes i mean it's all of us working together to make that happen including the income tax rate which i must say i do appreciate <laughs> <laughs> number one right. lowest yeah lowest in the, in the state. state yeah yeah no that's cool well, that's stuff another thing i will say too is if you have kids like Jack, me, Greg, you have kids, you know, if, if, if you have kids and, and you think, well, I can't find a sitter, I can't make this meeting. A lot of those meetings, especially the Valpo Republicans, um, I don't know about the Valpo Democrats, but their meetings are open to children, too. And they actually, yeah. Jack, I think you run that group and you post about that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. We no always kidding. leave it open, you know, if uh, you know, babysitters are expensive. Yeah. I understand I, that more now than, <laughs> than ever. <laughs> because let me tell you, you cannot pay a babysitter less than eight, 15 bucks an hour. Are you serious? That's yeah. worth 15 no, bucks well, an hour now? For three kids, you could have... two baby twins. Yeah, you oh, could have 40 bucks an hour. <laughs> oh, my God. It used to be... catching a break. Oh, here's, here's 20 bucks. Order a pizza. No, we'll, no, We'll no. be back in 10 hours. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> you're lying. I, your kids are older. I know you didn't hire babysitters. You're like you're eight go to your room <laughs> yeah well those little doggy kennels came in handy you know but i won't go too far into that <laughs> no that i tell you what that's sometimes when i i do i feel old when i hear that i'm like oh my god that i just cringe yeah that the amount of money you'd have to spend for a babysitter nowadays oh, yeah yeah well, you, you, you have to be strategic about it now oh my god Absolutely. is it hard finding a babysitter like a no. person you can trust no uh, well you know yeah the trust okay. thing but you know you you've, you uh cart Carly's actually had some great success on Facebook. And, oh. you know, you end up making these connections, mm -hmm. you know, because you know so many people <laughs> yeah, in Belfort now. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you know, so-and-so. And, -so, and yeah. yeah, how do you – and then you talk to them. Wow. Oh, yeah, that she's our daughter's friend, you know. Mm -hmm. Great. So it's like, okay, well – That's the importance of large families, though. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, I was the oldest of five. Mom and dad are still around, thank goodness. I had babysitters when I was young coming up the wazoo. Now they, they some of them moved away, so it's difficult. But <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. My my dad's from a family of six. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Plus four step siblings. Wow. So <laughs> close step siblings. Yeah. So it's actually quite wow. quite large. Yeah. yeah. I've always enjoyed a large family. That's why I said I wanted at least four kids. Mm -hmm. Well, Andy's got eight, I think. Nine. I want to have more. My wife's the one holding me back. Man. <laughs> oh my big enough. <laughs> well, it's up to her. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. After seeing Carly with twins, yeah, yeah, it's her, crazy. I'm like, that looks really uncomfortable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would imagine I so. A story about asking your wife. The first time I was going to run, I had talked to somebody and said, "Hey, I might run for Burns Harbor because they were asking me." And I showed up to a, a Republican event out there in Valparaiso at uh, 
oh, Zao Island, uh-huh. and there's a screen, a TV screen, and it's announcing all the candidates, and it says Andy Bozak, Burns Harbor. So I texted a picture to my wife. I said, well, I guess we don't have to talk anymore. It's it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Hey, that's great, but guess what? We got uh, 15 seconds left. <laughs> oh, shoot. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this is uh, Porter County Buzz. Uh, you've been listening to WVLP 103.1 FM, sponsored by the Independent Order of Vaudefellows. Uh, one of your hosts, Greg Sims. The other host, Andy Bozek. And uh, Jack Papello, City Council, Valpo extraordinaire. But uh, anyways, thanks, <laughs> thanks for being guys. on. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening.